Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. On today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about how to keep the romance and the spice alive in your intimate relationships. So advice number one from me would be delay the moving in date as late as possible. And also question, do you even need to live together? I know this is going to be different if you guys have kids together or if you've been married for a while, all that. But even then, who's to say that we need to live in the same house or same place as the person that we're in a relationship with? I know this is very different when you're raising kids and you have a family, but until then, why do we have to do that? Is that just social conditioning? Is that the way we were brought up? Is that what we were told we're supposed to do in order to make a relationship official or to take it to the next step or to show that it's going really well? Who's to say that we can't have our own places and have our own sanctuary and our own space and invite each other to our homes? And that way you can just keep that spice a little bit longer in a relationship I find you know you're looking forward to going to the other person's house to see them it's not the minute you get home from work and you're freaking exhausted and you just don't want to talk to anyone you just want to wind down by yourself for at least 20 minutes every time you walk in the door your partner may be there or vice versa you know it gives us that space to recharge on our own if we feel that's what we need or just have a variety as well so Question if moving in is at all necessary in the first place, and if so, perhaps delay it. And one of these reasons why is my next tip would be when you're going out for dates, date nights, well, first of all, make sure you plan date nights. I think that is very important in any relationship. You want to plan date nights, and that's going to look different, the frequency for each relationship. Some people might do that once a week. Some people may do that once a fortnight. Some couples may only get around to it once a month. I would say once a week is a good ballpark or once a fortnight, once every two weeks. And when you do this, I would recommend to get ready for this date on your own, in your own space, not in the same house, where your partner just saw you walk out of the shower with a towel on and then he walks in the bathroom and sees you when you have half your face and makeup on or you can already see what you're pulling out of the closet and what you're about to wear, you know, and then you're in the same place together and you're walking to the car together and you're driving there together. It doesn't leave much room for mystery or excitement. So I've lived with many of my ex-partners and... One of my partners that I did live with, when we would plan a date night, I would go out of my way to make sure that he wouldn't see me get ready and he would not see me until I was at the actual restaurant we were planning on meeting. So for example, sometimes I would go to the gym and just do a quick workout, bring my clothes that I was going to wear to the dinner date get changed, get showered after my workout at the gym, catch an Uber from the gym to the restaurant we were meeting at, and then he would be the one to get ready at home, drive there, and then we could drive home together. But that left room for that excitement of, I have no idea what they're going to wear, what they're going to look like, who's going to get there first, who's going to be seated at the table, 
you know, is he going to order a drink for me before I arrive? Like all this kind of cute, exciting stuff that you get when you're first dating someone that leaves that room for like mystery and excitement and surprise when you get ready separately. And that would be a bit harder when you're already living together, but I'm just giving you ideas and creative ways of how you could still get ready and turn up at the restaurant separately, even though you still live in the same place. So that would be a huge recommendation for me. The other thing would be do new things together. And that could mean travel together. If you can't afford that right now, then at least see new things together. Like go for a drive somewhere where you've never been before and just be curious and explore. Maybe find a new walkway in the forest, find a new waterfall, a river, a creek, anything like just go somewhere where you can both discover something new that both of you have never seen before that also includes trying new things trying new activities whether it's bungee jumping or just something more simple um, camping together trying new workouts together even a sport that neither of you have ever done before even trying new restaurants and cafes together can be quite fun and leaves that room for you know adventure surprise excitement mystery these are all things that we want to keep including in our long-term relationships in order to keep that spice the excitement and that romance alive for i was gonna say for as long as possible but really forever and i do believe you can have romance and spice and excitement and all that good stuff in a relationship that lasts for as long as you live in my opinion Another thing would be try new things, try new positions in the bedroom. So maybe you always fall back on the same position that feels really good or that's very comfortable for you and your partner when you're being intimate together. But I would highly recommend like whether it's looking up up something on the internet of like funky new positions you could do, but I like using my imagination and just getting creative when I'm in the heat of the moment and then just say, hey, like, can you stand over there or can you sit on this or can you bend over in this way? And that's a really good way to keep up the spice, keep up the romance and just that new energy of new things happening, that things don't keep being the same you know, that things don't keep being mundane. And there's always usually one person in the relationship that usually likes consistency and the same thing more than another partner. And there's usually someone else in the relationship that is craving a little bit more of that adventure, a little bit more change than the other person. So if you're in a relationship right now or if you, your last partner that you were with, just think about who probably wanted more different things, you know, wanted to change things up, wanted to travel, wanted to try more things that were new. And then the other partner was more like consistent. They wanted to keep going to the same restaurants, the same cafe, or they wanted to, you know, even, even the sex positions here, right? Like there's usually someone who likes that change a bit more and the person who likes the consistency a bit more. So it's always nice to play around with that and have that nice variety. So you keep things different and mysterious and keep those surprises for that one person who loves it, but then also keep things the same. And that's really important as well. You know, we crave that feeling of security and safety and we get that a lot when there's less change for some of us. So it's important to have a bit of both. But I guess when it comes to keeping romance and that spice alive in a long-term relationship, I would say it usually is because you need to incorporate more of the new, more of the change, more of the mystery and the adventure to get more of that excitement going. 
And my last tip would be keep telling your partner and communicating to them why you love them and why you like them. Because love and like are very different. I don't believe that love is enough to stay in a relationship with someone. You can love someone and not really like them. And you can like someone and not love them. So I think there's a strong difference between those two words. And to just tell your partner and and just tell them with your words, like learn to show love with the love language words of affirmation. I think that's very important for all of us, even if that's lower on your list of love languages. I still think it's very important to vocalize that and put it into words or put it into writing at least. Communicate why you love that person and why you like that person. Like, hey, I just want to remind you, I still love it when you, you know, do that funny thing with your nose when you're about to laugh. Or I love it when you get dressed in this certain way. Or I love it when you laugh and I love this style of laughter you do and I love it when you work out and you you know just all the little cute quirky things that we just love about our partner we fall in love with over time I think it's so important to keep reminding the other person that we still love them that we still like them that we still think they're cute that all their little OCD things are still pretty freaking cute so just to keep reminding them about things and I think we should do that almost on a daily basis Because that shows that appreciation and the gratitude and that way we don't get bored. We don't feel like the other partner is taking us for granted and that they're just, we just have an expectation that they're always going to be there. You know, they're reminding us, I'm choosing you. This is why I love you. This This is what makes you different from all the other girls or this is what makes you different from all the other guys. (laughs) You know, this is why I choose you. This is why I'm in love with you. This is why I adore you. And this is why I like you. So just going to recap on all of those things that I recommended is delay in the moving date. There's no quicker way to ruin that spice and romance in a relationship when you first meet each other and you put each other on a pedestal and you're all so freaking excited and you're so excited that you're just like, hey, let's just get a place together and move in together. Uh, stats show that usually that's what's going to bring the expiry date of that relationship a lot quicker. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily helpful. I think we should take our time with that, really, really get to know the person and protect our own, you know, personal space as well. So we don't get too lost in the other person, especially in that beginning phase. That's usually when it happens. So just to take things slow and then question if you really want to move in for the long term as well. If you're with someone um, is moving in right now, going to be the best for you. If you're not planning on having kids yet either, is it something that is actually really necessary right now? The other thing would be when you're getting ready for date nights, first of all, create those date nights, make it a thing, whether you have to make it more concrete, like every Tuesday we're going on a date or every second Tuesday or every, you know, first Saturday of the month or whatever the case may be, whatever you two agree upon. When you're going on these dates, make sure you get ready not together. (laughs) Make sure you get ready separately in two different places, whether one of them has to, you know, go to a gym or whatever the case may be, you know, you can be creative, you can find ways. I did it in my three-year relationship when I lived with this person. So show up at the restaurant separately. It just brings in that extra level of excitement and mystery and it's super fun. The other thing is do new things together. All the new things, see new places, drive to new places, try new restaurants, try new foods together, try new activities, try new workouts together and try new positions in the bedroom. Try something new in the bedroom as well, whether it's 
a whole different act that you may have never tried before. It's something you do more seldom. Maybe you should do more often. Try different positions, different lighting. You can wear different lingerie to tease him as the guy too. You can get dressed up. Just try something different that you too have never done before or that you've just never done before in your life and something that you may be interested or you may not know you might be interested, but you want to try it to find out. I think that's very important and really healthy to just be curious and want to try new things. And then last but not least, keep telling your partner, keep communicating with them through writing, through words, why you love them and why you like them and why you choose them over the other 7.5 billion people on the planet right now. All right, guys, I hope you learned something from this episode. If you haven't reviewed my podcast yet, it would mean the world to me if you could give me a five-star rating and write me a little review on the side. That would be super nice. And yeah, I will see you guys on the next podcast episode. I hope you have an amazing day ahead of you and an amazing week ahead of you. Stay positive.